the uh, welcome to the chit show where we consciously deepen our inner peace and if it's your first time i will be your guide for this episode my name is ian and my my mission is to help and support others well everybody me included to deepen our inner peace and uh, to ultimately enjoy more of life so this episode, this evening, we're going to touch on a subject that uh, took me years <laughs> to figure out uh, how to raise our children. I thought that for years and years, uh, because I felt that I, 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 I needed so much love, like my t-shirt says here, uh, because I felt that I needed so much love, that I was not getting the love that I needed, I thought something was wrong with me. So it kind of sent me on a, on a journey to, to understand, to analyze and to understand how come, uh, how would I was, or how or why I was feeling that way as a, as a, as a child and as an adult too. So it kind of got me into the, the understanding and comprehension of what we need or how we need to raise our children to be able to share, the to, to make them understand how much love we are giving to them. And there is a little twist with that because uh, I have to be completely honest, I don't have biological children of my own so i am not in a a, a really uh, like a really strong parental position to share how to raise your kids so the the twist that we're get, we're going to go with this uh, this evening is that we are all children we are all children of parents obviously <laughs> but you will understand when we get into the subject that it's not necessarily how we raise our our kids our biological children it is how we raise or how we should well not how we should what we must give our children or our child in uh, our inner child included to be able to raise them into uh, fully, uh, how could I say, fully thriving human beings. So it's not just about the, the kids that are probably right now running around you <laughs> or sleeping soundly in bed, depending on where you are in the world. It is also about ourselves because when we understand what we've been missing for years, we can give it to ourselves. We can, or at least we can go get it or requ uh, require, ask it, it from our own parents or from the, the so different sources so we can feel loved and then thrive ourselves. So you'll understand what I mean when we get into the subject. So the, uh, yeah, a few comments to, uh, to launch this, uh, uh, to launch this up. So Carly, uh, loud and clear, thank you for confirming that uh, I'm coming through clear, clearly. Uh, also, I put a question regarding boundaries and me being okay with, con with consistency in the chit circle chat. So great reminder, I will check that question later, Carly, but great reminder that we do have a, uh, a circle on the Insight Timer platform. If you're watching from YouTube or LinkedIn, or if you're watching that the, this on the replay, you can come over on the Inside Timer platform. The access is completely free, and we have a group there. It's kind of like think like a Facebook group, but without all the ads and the, all, all that stuff. So you can uh, log uh, uh, request or not request join the the group which is called the CHIT circle, C-H-I-T, which means consciousness, so the, the, the circle of consciousness, if you would like. And by jumping into that circle, you can join in the conversation. 
where again, as the, the, the motto of uh, the show is, we consciously deepen our inner peace. We do, uh, um, I answer questions, I give references. We have, uh, we can post some recommendations. So a uh, great reminder, uh, we might as well start right off with that. So if you want to join in the conversation, come on the Inside Timer platform and uh, join the Chit Circle group. <laughs> and you can join in the, the conversation about consciously deepening your inner peace. All right. So, uh, uh, Carly, Ian, but you have us as your kids. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> that's one way to take it for sure. <laughs> I definitely, uh, some, sometimes when I, uh, I do uh, what I do, I definitely feel as, uh, you know, sometime uh, a parent, sometime a kid myself, <laughs> because I certainly learn at, at least as much as I hope that I contribute to, uh, to those episodes and to you. So thank you for that reminder, Carly. Pa-pa-pum. Uh, and then Carly, Davi, in the chats, uh, I want to uh, remember, uh, I want to uh, give a, not a shout out, but to uh, confirm that I have access to the chats live and on replays. So if you have any questions or comments, just put them in the chat and that is how we can interact. Always keeping in mind that it is a public uh, chat, public platforms. So whatever you put in, Keep in mind that I still, uh, uh, everybody uh, can read it. So, all right. So let's jump in the, the subject of this evening, which is love, but a little bit, the, a little different approach. So the idea of how to raise our children to be thriving human beings, there is, there is one currency that we need to exchange with them to be able to, for them to understand or for us to communicate how much we love them. And I would like to know, I'm going to send you, I'm going to put you on the spot right now. <laughs> if you think you know what I'm talking about, put it in the chat. What do you need to give to your children, biological children, uh, you know, uh, as Carly said, we're all, you know, we're all parents and we're all teachers at one point. So what do we need to, to share or to give to someone that we want to communicate how much we love them? So I'm, uh, I'm putting you on the spot right now, but uh, <laughs> obviously if uh, you're, uh, if you're watching the replay, Less, less on the spot, but I'll give a couple of seconds to, uh, to, uh, uh, to, to interact, to put your answer or your thoughts in the comments. ZKB, acceptance, really good, really good uh, answer. It, it could go that way. But I'll take this conversation uh, in another way. But acceptance is definitely a good one. Carly, consistency and boundaries. Again, the great answers. I'm going to take the conversation somewhere else. But uh, with the answer that I'm looking for, you can express acceptance and consistency and share boundaries or impose boundaries sometimes. <laughs> I know as, as a kid myself, when I was a, a, a kid, uh, I definitely needed to be, to have some boundaries imposed on me <laughs> because I was a little bit of a, a wild child. <laughs> but uh, yeah, great answers where I'm going with this. And you'll understand the, all the, the link of it is with attention. I hope you see that. Oh, freedom was a good one too. It the, the the best way for us to share with with our children, with uh, kids, with adults, with colleagues, or whatever, to share them uh, a somewhat of a currency to let people know how much we love them. Because you know, uh, uh, let's say in the in the office, it's not always. 
super easy or comfortable to, to tell people I love you. <laughs> and sometimes we, we can't because the other, the other person or the, the other uh, living being that we want to translate that doesn't understand our language. I'm talking about, uh, I'm talking about animals. So, uh, you know, when we want to translate that love to another person, another, uh, another living being, we need to do it. The best way to do it is with our attention because we can have, we can try a bunch of different approaches, but if mostly even more so for, for kids, if we don't give them attention, they're not going to understand how much we love them for, for kids, for children, attention is the number one element that they need because, and it all makes sense. We're going to dive into, into this a little bit uh, in details, but it makes sense. If we don't love, let's say, let's say we keep it at, with children. If we don't love our children, I don't know if that is possible, but if we don't love them, we're not going to give them attention. It's the exact same thing, not to, not to compare children with uh, products, but it's the exact same thing with uh, certain products or certain service, services. I, let's say I, I'm a, uh, not let's say, I am a Starbucks fan. So I'm going to give my attention. I'm going to spend time going out of my way to go to Starbucks versus, I don't know, uh, Tim Hortons or Second Cups or whatever. For people that are not in Canada, you might not have the Tim Hortons and Second Cups. <laughs> but uh, I give my attention. I, I invest my resources of time and energy into what I love, into what I give interest, what I have interest in. It's the same thing with people. You will notice that when you connect with somebody, if you don't appreciate the person or if they, they leave you a little bit uh, indifferent, you're not going to give them your attention. And vice versa, in your, when you're in the, the, the position where you, you need, you require the attention, somebody that doesn't give it to you makes you feel like, yeah, you know, not too good, too really bad or, you know, uh, incompetent or, you know, whatever it can bring up. So attention is how we can communicate the most, the, the most accurately how much we love uh, the, the person that is in front of us. So in this case, how do we raise our children? We give them attention. Davi, definitely lack of attention could imply uh, in a deep sense of rejection, which could even lead to trauma. That very uh, uh, important, really uh, accurate comment, uh, Davi. Thank you for that. That is exactly where I'm going because as I shared in the in the beginning, I don't have uh, my I don't have my own biological uh, children, but I come from a family that was unfortunately uh, separated with a divorce early on. My parents divorced when uh, I was 12, and. I thought that up until that moment, I thought that my life was perfect. <laughs> I was, you know, uh, at whatever, at 10, 11, 12 years old, I was comparing my life with my friends and I thought I had everything. And when my parents divorced, I really started, I didn't notice it at that time, but later on when I kind of went back through my, my earlier years, I noticed that I missed a lot on the attention, specifically in my case, from my dad. And it took me years to figure out mainly two things. One, that it wasn't my fault that the, the, I didn't get that attention. And two, that it, it did not literally mean I took it that way, but it did not literally mean that my father didn't love me because I didn't get that attention. So 
it helped me to realize that if I had gotten that attention, I wouldn't have that, uh, I wouldn't have had that questioning in my mind for, geez, for, for a good 20 years. So uh, after the, the divorce of my parents, I, the first year I took it really strongly. And then teenage, my teenage years and my 20s, obviously some of the choices that I made were not really <laughs> healthy and positive for, for me, but they were based on the attention that I did not get go, growing through uh, those years. I realized later on, as I shared, that be, if I had had that attention, my life would have been probably completely different. I would have probably come to a certain point on the same path that I am today. But it took me a, a good 20 years to figure out that the attention that I did not get was not because I wasn't loved. But at you know, 12, 12 years old, 15, 18, 20, 25, I did not have the knowledge that a lack of attention, like uh, Debbie was, uh, was uh, brought up, a lack of attention did not specifically meant a lack of love. So, but if I had had that attention, for sure, I would have felt much more loved at that time, which would have changed a little, uh, probably everything that I, I went through, through my, my teens and my 20s. So, that's the, 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 the point that I want to bring. That's where I'm going with this. It's that attention is the currency that as children, because when we don't have that attention, when we're hurt by either a straight up rejection or a lack of attention, we go back as kids. We're hurt as kids. We're not, uh, you know, we, we don't, we don't, uh, 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 how could I say? When we go back as kids, like we we know somehow that we deserve that attention, but when we don't get it, that's where it hurts, like really deep inside. It hurts. It can hurt our identity. It can hurt our sense of uh, of feeling of safety. It can hurt us all the way into our spiritual self. It can hurt us in so many ways, obviously, emotionally, uh, you know, even sometimes physically, like we can feel sick because we don't have that attention that we that we crave. And that's when if we don't have it as kids or even later on in life, if we kind of miss it uh, as an adult, we can choose, we can take decisions based on that lack that will get us any type of attention. And usually that's where uh, addiction comes from, uh, you know, uh, being addicted to uh, the, the wrong type of relationships or the wrong type of person, uh, you know, attracting, keeping on attracting uh, the type of person that either takes advantage of us or something even worse than that. So it's always about when we, 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 uh, we understand that we didn't get the attention that we we thought we needed or, or that we actually wanted and now there is deeper repercussions on that then we can because now we understand that it is a, about attention we can start to heal our own inner child and we can help others around us to heal by giving them attention because when we give attention, we don't, we never give attention to something we don't like and certainly something we don't love. So when we do give attention, it confirms how much we appreciate whoever or whatever we give our attention to. So I hope that makes sense. I hope that resonates. That's where we're going to uh, go for with the, the, this evening. And we're going to go a little bit deeper into how we, we share, how we give our attention, and a little bit of the, the, the uh, where, where all of this is coming from. So, Carly, then I'm the ultimate mom because I 
way overdue the attention aspect. <laughs> yes, usually the the when kids feel that they have uh, they don't they they did not have the attention that they wanted. Usually, unfortunately, it usually uh, comes from the, the the father side or the more I would say in the relationship in any type of relationship. It's usually the masculine side that does not give automatic attention because the the masculine because it's it's based in actions then it's always uh, the 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 backstory from the 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 masculine point of view is that the person should know that they are loved or whatever it's it's more based in actions like i i love you so i'm gonna do this for you or i'm gonna do that or i'm not gonna do this because I love you, uh, and if you flip on the, the the feminine side, then the feminine is the connection. It's about confirming that I'm taking the time to be with you and to connect, giving attention to make sure that you know how much you are loved. So even if uh, whatever type of relationships you're into, keep in mind that the the the, the masculine is much more into action and the feminine is much more into opening up and receiving and exchanging. So when we feel a lack of attention, it usually comes from the, the a masculine perspective. And what we tend to do, because the masculine tends to uh, not push us off, but spend or invest less resources into the connection, then we tend to go to naturally go towards the, the feminine energy, wherever, wherever we, we find it. So, uh, oh yeah, and then obviously as uh, Carly is mentioning, there's always the, the, uh, the, the, the level of the, the overprotecting mom. <laughs> I know my mom, overprotected me for probably those 20 years that it took me to figure out that the the lack of attention that I, I, I felt I got, I could give to myself. And then when I did give myself the attention that I felt I deserved, then the relationship with my, my mom stabilized into a much more equal and loving relationship so it, there's always an opportunity to heal and to reestablish good boundaries uh, but when uh, we are not in that position when we're hurt when we're still healing then obviously the the masculine and ener uh, feminine energies will be a little bit out of balance and keep in mind that when you see when you you notice outside of you the, the relationships that you are creating, when you see that that imbalance, keep in mind that that imbalance is in you. You attract, let's say, a more masculine uh, energy because your feminine energy is stronger. So to balance out, you, you attract what you need. So on the attention level, if in your past or even back to your childhood, if you missed out on masculine energy, it means that your feminine energy is probably much higher and then you're going to attract masculine energies around you. The, the, the thing is, is that by attracting masculine energies, you still want that, uh, that feminine connection. So if you keep attracting masculine, 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 while expecting those people, those relationships to bring you that attention, that loving and careful uh, kindness and a careful uh, approach, you're always going to be, uh, most, most of the time, you're going to be disappointed. The idea is to balance what is inside, to give yourself the attention and the care, the care that you need, so then the next person that you attract is on, on the, the, that same balance level. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> All right, Davi, I hear you. 
we're on very sim uh, similar pages. I'm happy that it resonates with you and uh, Davi, and uh, I hope that uh, this uh, conversation uh, helps you. Carly, I'm overcompensating for my narcissistic mom. Again, uh, that, that is a, a great confirmation. Narcissist behaviors are usually based in masculine energies, more action-driven, less of an uh, emotional connection. So definitely uh, to compensate for that masculine energy, we kind of naturally flow into the feminine, but it's all the same thing at the end. We have to balance what is inside of us to be able to attract and to share, to give the proper attention to whoever needs it or requires it around us, mainly in this conversation, our children, which are not uh, always or necessarily our biological children. All right. So, uh, hello, Axel. Thank you for being here. All right. So let's go a little bit deeper in the subject to, uh, to notice that there are two ways to, uh, to share our attention because one is, is really good and it's nurturing. And that's what we, that's what we, uh, we need to share with others to raise our children. And the other type of, uh, of attention is unfortunately what we, kind, we, we, we tend to lean towards. And it's, it's, we have to consciously get out of those habits to get into more loving and helpful and supportive uh, ways to share our attention. And the two specific words or uh, uh, qual qualitative words or, you know, <laughs> that we can use is taken, I hope you see that right, taken versus given. So I put the taken in red and given in green for very good reasons is that when we give our attention, that's when the other person feel like they're receiving something and they feel love and they feel appreciated. When our attention is taken away from us, the other party does not feel that love because we, it, it, is not, it was not a choice based in love. It was taken, literally taken away from us. So let's say if we want to go a little bit deeper, it can be stolen. Our attention can be stolen from us. I'll give you a, a few examples. If, even with the, the kids, that happens all the time. If you choose consciously or maybe unconsciously to focus on your, your kid, you are giving your kid your sole attention. Maybe sometimes you have like, you know, you give 90% to your kid on this moment, but you, you're aware that, you know, maybe you're waiting for a phone call or you have uh, something in the oven or whatever, but you, you consciously choose to sit, let's say, sit with your kid and give them your full attention. So because you're giving them that attention, they are feeling the love that you are giving to them. Same, same kid <laughs> does, uh, same kid that feels that the attention, the level of attention that uh, it needs is not 100% there. Usually how the kids will, will try to change that is by doing something that they're not supposed to. They're going to try whatever works, whatever they, they can think of, to get that attention. But if they do something, uh, let's say, I don't know, I'll use one of, uh, that, that one of my examples that happened so many times <laughs> where I literally took or stole attention from my parents. When I did something that I wasn't supposed to do, it was obviously to get their attention because I, I didn't quite know how to get it naturally, how to, uh, how to inspire them to give that attention to me. 
then I decided to take it. And it was mostly obviously because my, my, uh, I was more uh, lacking the masculine energy in, uh, in, my, uh, in my life. Then I was constantly poking the bear by trying to take my father's attention. It worked really <laughs> most of the time, but because I took that attention, because I did something that got that stole his attention from whatever he was doing, then when he was uh, attentive or when he was, uh, uh, when I was taking his attention, I did not feel the love because I literally, I stole his attention from whatever he was doing. So because it wasn't his, uh, well, it wasn't a gift. Like I, it was from, from, from my point of view, it was a steal. It wasn't based in love. I did not feel his love when he was most of the time <laughs> uh, giving, uh, giving me a, a punishment punishment for what I did or something like that. So you see, when I, uh, uh, when my parents gave me their attention, I felt the love that they had for me. And when I took their attention without asking by doing something, most of the time by doing something negative, then I still got the attention, but because it wasn't based in love, I could not feel the, I could not feel loved because I stole that attention. So the difference between giving your attention, consciously giving your attention to somebody, that is a gift. They will feel loved when you give that attention. So we need to come back to that point when, uh, that uh, that point where we we uh, we want somebody, children or not, we want somebody to feel our love. We need to choose to give our attention to them. As soon as it is taken in whatever approach, it will uh, it won't feel the same. It won't feel as good. Oh, I got the cameras, uh, camera issues. <laughs> it won't feel as good when it is taken than when it is given. Another example, if, you're, uh, if you call, you, you think of somebody, you call them, when they answer, they're going to be maybe surprised that you call or you know, they, they will still feel the love because you chose to give them attention. When somebody calls you, if you answer, they are not going to necessarily feel loved or, you know, appreciated because they took that attention from you. So it's not necessarily, uh, you know, good or bad or, you know, should be one way or another. It's just keep in mind that when you choose to give your attention to somebody, they will feel the love that you're sending to them, that you're sharing and giving to them. When your attention is taken from you, then it's not uh, the, the other person or the other party on the other side, they won't feel that love. So even if somebody calls you, you can just simply reiterate or confirm that, yes, I want to spend time. I want to connect with you. I want to uh, dedicate my full attention to you for whatever, five minutes, 30 minutes or whatever, once you dedicate your attention to the person, they will feel the love. So I hope that that, uh, that resonates. Uh, Carly, yes, my pediatrician said that even negative attention is still attention and why he persists. Yeah, so the, uh, we see that a lot in children that negative attention is still attention, although the, the, the end result is not the same. We, see, we also see that, uh, unfortunately, in abusive relationships. So in the past, I had the opportunity to, uh, to work with 
single mothers that went through a rough period with uh, past relationships. And most of them would tell me when we would touch that subject, most of them would tell me that they got the attention by provoking their partners because uh, there was even one uh, that uh, kind of like it broke my heart. She was telling me that while he's, he's uh, you know, beating me, while he's physically abusive, I, he's giving me attention. But because she was taking it from him with a bunch of uh, various ways, then it's not, she didn't feel the love. She was getting the attention, but she didn't feel the love. So uh, we had to uh, work uh, in various ways to make her understand and to change her pers perspective on the quality of attention that she was getting and not to take it, but to inspire the other party to give it, to freely give it with love by giving herself first that attention that she needed plus giving to others and obviously her her two kids giving a good positive attention loving attention to her kids to show the example of whoever was coming in her life but definitely um we have a tendency to to go like to default into negative like even negative attention or any type of attention is still attention but when we understand that when the attention is given to us it comes from a place of love and it feels good but when we take it however we do when we take it we don't feel that love so when we flip that around to raise our children to to share our love with others we need to give our attention to um, we need to 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 do it in a way that not necessarily that the other person is not uh, uh, doesn't know or is not waiting for it. But when we choose, when we consciously choose to come from a place of love, the other person will definitely le uh, feel the love that's coming with th that attention. So and Carly, so this resonates and I need to give more positive attention so he gets filled up and isn't needy for more. Definitely for a kid, when a kid is needy, to use that word, it is always about the need for attention, well, the need for love, which is uh, confirmed with the attention that they, that they get. And animals are the same. The animals to connect with us because they cannot say I love you. They cannot say uh, they don't understand us when we say I love you. Then it's through attention. So the longer an animal uh, spends time with you and gives you their attention, the more it means I, uh, I love you. The more it means they love you and the quality of time that the, the exchanges that you are you have with them then it means the uh, it confirms the quality of the relationship and the quality of the love that you have with that uh, with that animal exact same thing with a person so all right let's switch uh, a little bit of uh, perspective again if you have any questions or comments you can put them in the, the respective chats wherever you are, and that's how we can uh, communicate uh, together. So when I choose a subject to cover in uh, during the chit show, I sometimes um, use the, the, the uh, I think it's called the pho phonetics or something like that, how a word sounds when we say it, because Words are not, it's not just a bunch of letters that are stuck together and that's, that's the word and that's it. It comes, whether it's conscious or not, many times it's not conscious. When we build a word, we build it to resonate a certain way. We build it to send multiple layers 
of a message when we use that word. So the word attention, written like this, can be interpreted in various ways. And one way that confirms, that supports what we're talking about, so that giving our attention is much more um, welcomed and much more heartfelt than having attention taken away from us is when you read it like this, at tension. It's, the, it's not the same way to write it, but when you read it, it's the same thing, attention, attention. But when you split it, like here, at, at tension, when you split it like that, it means that there is tension in the relationship. And tension, it's not necessarily bad because you can have sexual tension between two human beings and having that build up so the, the, let's say, the sexual relationship is even better. So tension is not necessarily, well, it's not good or bad. It's just it's present or it's not. And the idea with the, uh, the, the, the concept of building tension through attention, because you cannot build tension if you're not attentive to whatever you want to build tension with. So, you know, in a relationship, when you give somebody your attention, whether it's, uh, you know, going towards a, a loving or supportive tension, or that is in a different direction. So like when you're two person are, are ready to fight, they're giving each other their full attention. <laughs> It might have been taken away, but when in the moment they're giving each other their full attention, is that if you if you think of it of a a, a, a circle of, with 360 degrees, when you give your attention to someone that you love, the the complete opposite of the circle, not the opposite, but the the other end of the circle, it's not indifference. It's going to be hate because they're on for both either love or hate. When you express love to somebody towards somebody or you express hate, there is tension to both either loving tension or hating or, you know, negative, uh, not negative, but uh, unsupportive tension. So you either love or hate the person uh, that, that is in front of you. So you're at the height of the tension. So it's either like uh, 1%, not 1%, but one degree or 360 degrees or 359 degrees, then you're at the height of the tension. The, the direct opposite of that is no tension, no at tension, meaning you're indifferent to it. So when you're, you're fully attentive, when you're giving your full attention to somebody, you either love them or you hate them. Like I said, you know, you can either like, uh, not necessarily, but an example, you can either jump in bed with them or you can start a fight with them. But if you don't give them attention, then you show indifference. So when we say, I'm getting mixed up in my cards, <laughs> when we were talking about attention, it's interesting to keep in mind that it's at tension. It's a relationship that has tension in it. And the more we, we put it, uh, the more we... we invest in it the more the tension will go up so by giving attention we create tension in the relationship with which will either go towards love or towards hate but the more attention we if not if but just by giving it attention to uh, investing in attention in our relationships 
then we're moving away from indifference. Because if we were indifferent, then we wouldn't give attention. All right. So uh, uh, again, I hope that uh, resonates, that uh, makes uh, sense. Eileen, uh, hey, I'm not a mother, but I was wondering how could you help a child without a father or without the manly energy? Great question, Eileen. Uh, Thank you for asking that. It, it does go with, uh, it does support this uh, idea of putting tension or investing yourself in the relationship to create tension, which we do by giving attention it to the person, to invest ourselves into the relationship, and how we differentiate between giving masculine attention or feminine attention is really in how we approach energetically, how we approach the relationship. So a feminine energy, it's much more uh, connecting, giving, embracing, accepting. That's all feminine energies. Uh, on the masculine energy, it's much more action-oriented, solving problem problems, uh, more of an intellectual thinking through type of energy. So if the, the person, as, uh, your, your, um, uh, as your question refers, when you have a child that does not have a father, keep in mind that it doesn't necessarily mean that that, per, that child needs a masculine energy. So it, it sometimes, like uh, Carly pointed out a little bit uh, earlier, sometimes when e either the, the father is there or not, sometimes the mother takes on a very masculine role, a very masculine approach to raising her children. And then later on in life, the kids don't, well, the kids that are now adults, they don't need more of that masculine energy. So it's not because there is no father in the picture that the kid uh, lacks masculine energy and masculine attention. So it's always uh, uh, important to keep that in mind. But if they do, to finish answering your question, if that's what they need, the more masculine uh, attention masculine energy approach to giving attention, then they need to receive attention in much more of an action-oriented way. The best way uh, that, uh, well, not the best way, but one really uh, easy way that comes to mind is usually the, the kids will get into sports with father or father figure or masculine energy, they will get into sports because it's much more active. And when the that masculine energy uh, either teaches them a different sports or coaches them, then they are uh, in in direct contact. They are fed that masculine energy based attention. So it's it's more of a an approach where when you, you feel you crave that masculine energy, and in your question, Eileen, is directed towards a child, but it can be towards our inner child. So when we feel that we need that masculine energy-based uh, attention, then it needs to, to be based in action. It needs to be based in problem solving. So instead of, uh, I, I'm going to, you know, uh, uh, stereotype the two types of, uh, of energies, but instead of looking for a hug, you need to look for action-oriented, problem-solving approach. And it's in both ways, you're still getting attention, but always keep in mind that if you, you feel you lack attention and you seek the, the one that you already got, like if you, if you lack masculine energy and you connect with a feminine one, it's never going to be enough. You're, you're, you can drain that feminine energy-based uh, attention, but it's never going to replace the masculine one. 
and vice versa. If you're you're lacking the feminine approach and you're you're um, you're you're going towards the the masculine energy, it's never going to be enough. So as I shared at the beginning, it's always about that balance. For me, uh, for years, I lacked that masculine action-oriented uh, problem-solving approach, which I did have uh, through my, my, uh, my first uh, decade of, uh, of life. I had sporadically, I, was, I clearly remember going to my father to have him help with math uh, uh, problem-solving in math. So that was, and, and I still, you know, those, those moments are like 40, well, 30 something, uh, 30 odd years away uh, in my past, but I still really clearly remember them because at that time I got his undivided attention, masculine based attention with, uh, towards me. And I felt loved with that attention that I, I received. So, but moving forward, because I got much more loving, uh, not loving, much more feminine-based uh, uh, attention, then my imbalance was more lacking masculine energy uh, approach or attention. So that's the type of attention that I needed to give to myself to help my inner child to heal and find that balance, which obviously is... Uh, from my point of view, it's never perfect. It's never completely in balance. We're always, you know, switching from one side to the next. But at least when we're aware of which one we're, we're, uh, we're missing out on, then we can kind of rebalance or at least be more conscious in our approach when we create uh, relationships or even reconnect with relationships that are uh, that are in our lives at the present moment. So I hope that all makes sense. <laughs> I know that when I do those, uh, the, the chit show, I feel like it's, it's so much information. It's like drinking from a fire hose. So again, uh, if you're wherever you are, if you want to join in the conversation, the, the group that we have on the Insight Timer platform or the app is called the Chit Circle. It's all about deepening, like jumping in the conversation about deepening our inner peace, giving ourselves recommendations, and uh, ultimately to help us to uh, move forward on our path. And uh, if you have any questions or comments, put them in the respective chats, and I will be, uh, uh, I will be able to connect with you in, in that way. All right? So... I hope that all this resonates, that all this makes sense. Thank you, Davi, for the, uh, for the donation. If you are wondering what that is, on the Insight Timer platform, you have the opportunity to donate, and it supports the platform to have all those uh, lives, uh, live events for, for free, and it also supports my work, so it's always deeply appreciated. I also uh, get the, the the likes, the comments, the the little hearts on the uh, Insight Timer platform, and um, yes, <clears throat> one more element. Every time that I do the uh, the show, the chit show, I like to share an extra resource that I feel is relevant with the conversation that we just had. And for this week, it's my my writing is <laughs> is not the greatest it's joe gillard which is coming on in about uh, 20 minutes uh it's joe gillard she's gonna guide us through a uh, a meditate uh, meditation and then some uh, a little bit of a song she's gonna teach a song that we're gonna go through together about expansive heart and soulful song. So I thought that after um, uh, talking about the, the different types of attention that we can give ourselves or give to our children, which is who, who uh, yeah, which is whoever is surrounding us, but because we are all children of somebody. 
So uh, I thought that it would be really relevant to take a moment to give ourselves the attention that we, we deserve, that we deeply deserve, and that we usually need. It's always, uh, it always feels good to get like a little top up, top up of attention. And when we can give it to ourselves, then it's even uh, more accessible. So I thought that Joe Gillard, uh, the, that expansive heart and soulful song uh, that we, we get into it all together, uh, it would be a, a really good resource for those of you that want to go a little bit deeper. If you're watching the, the replay, then look online for uh, Joe Gillard's uh, work. Really, uh, really inspiring. Thank you, Carly, for the donation. I really appreciate it. It's always, uh, always touching, always a good, a good feeling that uh, I feel your love when you are giving me your attention. And, uh, you know, again, to, to, you know, to come back on the subject, if I would take that attention, if I would uh, make it mandatory for you guys to sit and watch and listen to me, it wouldn't feel the, the same way. Because you're there, because you choose to invest in yourself and be present and uh, share your comments and share your, uh, your love, then I definitely feel it because it is given as a gift to me. So again, it's, it's another way to, to look at it for the uh, for for this perspective for this for the idea of giving our attention to uh, confirm the love the quantity and the quality of love that we have for another person and that is from my point of view the best way to raise our children all right carly you're right i'm spending all my attention on my son and starving my inner child and myself of attention Great uh, aha moment, Carly. Uh, that's that's exactly where where I'm going. And even more for mothers, I know that my mother uh, neglected herself and her self love and her uh, self attention for me and my sister. Uh, but uh, yeah, like it, it's always a great reminder to say that I I deserve it too. I need that too, and the more I rebalance myself energetically with that attention and that love, then the more I can help others in that way too. Andy, I love that t-shirt. Thank you, Andy. Is it available online anywhere? I bought this at um, uh, Old Navy. So depending on where you are, I know Old Navy is available uh, through North America, it's probably available uh, on, uh, well, it is available online, probably can be shipped anywhere. So if you want to get your, uh, get the similar or the same thing, Old Navy online, they, they have that, uh, that shirt. Great. So I see that the, the, the time is, uh, is going, uh, here it's 8 PM. So the, the hour is already <laughs> gone by, uh, again, Thank you for your attention, for giving me your attention. I definitely feel the love from it. Check out uh, Joe Gillard's work to go a little bit deeper into, not necessarily the same subject, but to go a, a bit deeper into giving yourself the attention that you deserve. And uh, if you have any questions, the group is there, the, the, chit, uh, uh, the chit circle. And uh, you can add your comments and questions anywhere. You can also contact me directly if you have more of a personal question to explore. And um, I, uh, that is it. I will <laughs> wrap this up. Thank you for being here again this week. Same place, same time next week. So December 19, yes, December 19, we're going to talk about the power of our words, again, a little bit of uh, uh, what I did here with attention uh, and twisting in it at tension. We're going to deep dive into uh, the words that we use and their true meaning in a phonetic type of way. And I have a few um, 
a few good examples to share with you to uh, explore and go deeper into that subject. So thank you for being here. Thank you for giving my, your attention to me. I really appreciate it. I wish you a great week and we will see each other next week on another episode of The Chit Show where we consciously deepen our inner peace. So take good care of yourself and see you soon, my friend. Namaste.